Jill says that she would like to report a murder of the vibe. <laughs> she actually said that the police are on their way <laughs> because she reported a murder <laughs> of the vibe. Welcome to the First Impressions Podcast. We're your hosts, Laura Simtazer. And Aaron Simtazer. Okay, what were your first impressions on the episodes? Oh, a lot happened. I feel like this was more of an action-packed week. Yeah, I agree. This, this week, I was like, wow, I'm actually excited to talk about this stuff. Mm-hmm. I was taking mm-hmm. vigorous notes. It was... Yeah, there's a lot happening. It was it was more exciting, I think. Yeah. 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 So I liked it. There's tons to get into. Should we a lot to get into? Let's dive yeah. in. Let's dive right in. One thing I noticed is that Jared and Ashley got into the intro montage. <laughs> I was like, all right, so they're gonna be here for a little so while. Oh, they're really part of the show. <laughs> so new characters just dropped. And then we pick up with the plot and Serene and some other people are discussing Teddy um, Mm -hmm. and her exit. Mm -hmm. Um, Serene says, I'm literally about to cry. And she says something like, Teddy's gone too. Seems like, you know, it's just been tough for the girls. They're losing a lot of, a lot of their own. Losing homies left and right. Yeah. And then Rodney comes up. Sweet, sweet Rodney. Yeah, as we discussed, like we saw this uh, towards the very end of last episode, but he basically is like, "Hey guys, uh, where's Teddy?" <laughs> and Jill and Serene uh, tell him that Teddy's gone. Rodney, Rodney was so sweet. He was just like, "Is she okay?" Mm-hmm. He looked just so visibly worried. Yeah. Things kind of turn around, though, because Brandon and Rodney have a chat, and that's really nice. Brandon says, Jill is dope. Victoria is pretty dope, too. He says, Brittany is gorgeous, um, and he hyped Rodney up. But the best part is, the best, I, I, this conversation alone completely turned a corner for me, because Brandon goes, let me tell you about the baddies here. (laughs) Jill, Victoria, and Brittany. And I was like, Brendan, you are so real. Real and recognize real. He was so real. I was like, I agree completely. <laughs> I literally could not agree on. more with that lineup. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, obviously Serene too, but I don't want to fight over the same woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Rodney decides to not take anyone else on a date because he doesn't want anyone to feel like a second choice yeah which is so sweet honestly such a mature thing to do because Mm -hmm. it kind of makes sense like he was interested in teddy and then it's like it's better for him to just hang around and get to know everyone than to just like take someone else out on a date you know yeah for sure and i also think i mean we haven't really got into what ends up happening but i think it was definitely the right move because i feel like he got to know people better that he wouldn't have gotten to know and he gave more people a chance and honestly I was like wait this is how it should be people should like get to hang out for a day before they immediately take someone on the date right exactly it's just and it's just more natural also yeah way more natural and that's what brings us beautiful couples 
like Rodney and Lace. Yes. I ship it so hard. Uh, I like it. Yeah. And so originally Jill kind of wanted to talk to Rodney. Mm-hmm. Then Rodney goes down to the bar, runs into Lace, and they kind of just hit it off. Yeah, it was very flirty. It was pretty natural. They seem to have good chemistry. Um, and they're like getting kind of touchy. They like nearly kiss one time. And then we see that Jill can like hear them and see them. And she's pretty upset because poor Jill has just had a tough, tough go of it. Yeah. And then Rodney and Lace, they keep hanging out and then they kiss on the beach and everyone sees them kissing. And everyone is like, Rodney, America's hero, America's sweetheart with Lace. This is the most shocking couple of all time. This, this pairing could never be what is going on (laughs) i was like oh god the most backhanded compliment of all time (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) and wells is like you know every every season there's one couple that just makes absolutely no sense at all no one could possibly conceive of it and this is that couple (laughs) what what an honor what an honor to be that like lace isn't that bad like i i could see it honestly (laughs) they're both like a little older they both seem mature i don't know they're both like kind of silly i don't know not so crazy it's not such a crazy thing yeah so after that we get jared and ashley having a a little conversation um they speak with wells which is cute a little reunion Mm -hmm. wells seems really happy to see them Mm -hmm. and then starts this whole saga of like jared and ashley have to have sex at least once before leaving there's no way they can come and stay in the boom boom room and not have sex and oh my god if we took a shot every time they talked about this we would be in the hospital yeah we would probably be dead i would be dead and aaron would be in the hospital yeah yeah that's accurate (laughs) um okay basically jared like can't get ashley's dress off and then they don't have sex or something um and then Wells gives the story of Jared and Ashley meeting and we get like a, a whole like movie montage moment. I was like, why do we really, do we need to recap this? Some people did need us to recap it. I mean, I enjoyed watching it all over again, but I have to, I have to point out that they left out some important details. They only covered the first season they were on together. I was like, how are you just going to skip their second season together like that? How are you going to edit Kayla out of this narrative? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's true. I was so... Okay, I, I forgot about the whole Claire Crawley. I drama. also forgot about Claire, which is just... <laughs> of course. Like, I just love that she was involved with this. <laughs> Claire is what sent Ashley spiraling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then... Ashley ended up going on a date with Wells at one point, which I totally forgot about that. I forgot about that, but I also remembered that because I remember back in the day I shifted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I also kind of forgot that Ashley was a virgin. I forgot that whole like storyline. No, don't sleep on that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a huge thing. That that was still a thing during Winter Games. Yeah, was it? And she went to the fantasy suite with Kevin and everyone was like, oh, what happened? Fantasy suite with Kevin? 
Kevin yeah. of Kevin and Astrid. Yeah. Oh, and then she that's said, how Jared realized he was in love with her. Did uh-huh. they get engaged? No. Okay. They were just dating. Okay. But they did like win the game. Oh shit. Dang. Yeah, Ashley was like, I've been on a fantasy suite, but I've never been to the boom boom. Okay, room. yeah. When she said that, I honestly had no idea what she was talking about. I was really <laughs> Yeah, that was winter games. <laughs> that explains a lot. That explains yeah. a lot. Wow. They just don't make them like that anymore. <laughs> no, winter games was great. I would love winter if they games that was that. such a blessing upon this household. Yes. It never stopped giving. Really? Yep. That we find out it's Justin's birthday. Mm-hmm. And that was another, I was like, uh oh, mm-hmm. things are not going to end well for him. Do you think they only allow people with summer birthdays to come onto this show? Because it's just <laughs> absurd. And they also, if they find out it's someone's birthday, they will make sure that things aren't going well in the mm-hmm. in their couple on that mm-hmm. day. Like, I've never seen a birthday go well ever. <laughs> <laughs> even even when like. The couple ends up getting engaged or ends up being together like Kaylin and Dean or Kenny and Mari they will still make sure that that person's birthday some absolute crazy stuff is going down yeah yeah so we find out it's Justin's birthday and then the double date people come back so Aaron Genevieve and James and Shanae um and they tell everyone about how the date went Logan seems really bummed out and sad And then Genevieve pulls Justin and this conversation does not go well at all. Like many of their conversations. Mm -hmm. It's so Genevieve is like, how was your day today? Which is a normal question to ask if you're dating someone and a a weird question to ask if you're on Bachelor in Paradise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because like, what do you think he did today? He like hung around the day bed. How was your day? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, and Justin's all grumpy and he's like, I didn't really do much. And then she says that Aaron makes her feel really special and that Justin didn't give her enough attention. And then this starts a whole argument and they they're like, keeping track of how many kisses they've had and like who initiated which kisses and then like Justin he kind of hits her with a hard truth because he's like this doesn't always go where you meet someone day one and stick with them which is kind of what we had said about Genevieve Mm -hmm. that she was like romanticizing Bachelor in Paradise a little bit too much but then Justin takes a really weird turn because he's like you're not even gonna kiss me on my birthday uh like what the freak yeah that was not good that was really... <laughs> it was like the whole conversation I was like wow like Justin is handling this like quite maturely like it's like on the one hand I understand like Jen Jen has like her needs but at the same time it's only been like two days it's a little too soon to be like you're not giving me enough physical affection you know like I think that's kind of absurd but then when Justin pulled that out I was like really like why did you do that like that's just 
I don't know. But then they kiss. Then Jen does kiss him, which like she does kiss like, him. Justin was definitely like I don't I mean, whatever. It was like manipulative to say that, obviously. But at the same time, like I was kind of like Jen, like, why are you kissing like did that really work? Like yes but the way he did it I was like I was like I don't know if I could have said no to him in that moment he like he made her feel so guilty yeah that's that's messed up something about the way he said it and like the way he was looking at her and then Jen but she also like Genevieve realized immediately like she felt so bad immediately um I think she just got like I mean manipulated no she definitely got manipulated and I honestly don't think it was that I don't even think it was bad that she kissed Justin because of Aaron like Aaron was also being like so dramatic about that it was more just like for herself that sucks you know what I'm saying like I think it just sucks to get manipulated into kissing anyone obviously but yeah but then they did hit us with Aaron's flashback to Tammy and and thomas yeah we got another flashback funny because it was like it was like an exact parallel to that situation it was kind of absurd it just goes to show the masterminding of the bachelor producers Mm -hmm. like it's honestly it's a little too formulaic you know what i mean yeah yeah but yeah so then jen does immediately realize and she goes to apologize to aaron and i mean i was just confused because i was like Jen seemed just so into Justin and now it's just like nothing like I mean that's how the beach works I guess but I was like I was just confused by Jen to be honest for most of this episode yeah also another thing I forgot was okay this was how the conversation went it was are you not going to kiss me on my birthday and then she said did you kiss me on my birthday and he says yes (laughs) like it's so transactionary like something is so wrong with him and so that's why I don't blame her for like completely moving on from him because it's like I think it's just like it's nothing is working between them I know and so it's like yeah they had one really good day the first day which we never really got to see that many scenes so I don't really understand what's happening but I just feel like it's so clear that like I don't like I don't think they've had one good interaction in like two days I don't I don't blame her for moving on either it was just like I don't know it, it was just interesting to see like the night before she was like so upset thinking that Justin like wasn't gonna pick her or something yeah I know what you mean I don't, I don't know like and again like just like I don't think they're good together and like they've both said very like I don't know they've already both been like quite toxic to each other over the span of three days so obviously it's for the yeah. best I was more just like okay like wow yeah that's a good point and she also has the rose this week so that could be something that's to think true. about that's true like was she really into him or was she clouded by the yeah. fact that he had a rose yeah yeah well anyway so she goes to find Aaron and then Aaron is showering and <laughs> and then I wrote down James and Aaron are the only couple I care about because when Aaron is in the shower he's like James like can you pass me like that body wash that smells really good it's in the black bag and James gets it for him and I just love their relationship 
Yes, I I loved James in this moment. He was such a good friend. He was like, hey, bro, like Genevieve's here. And Aaron's like, awesome. And then he's like, all right, can you get my body wall? I don't know. They were just such, he was just so cute. I think, do they live together? I don't know. In real life? They definitely hang out a lot. Anyway, you could just, they're just like, you know, they're just bromates. There's some real chemistry there. There really is, yeah. Um, So then Aaron gets out of the shower and then, Aaron and Genevieve get to talk she apologizes and he seems like he's really triggered from last season for sure uh he's like this really caught me off guard and I don't know if I can do this and for a second I thought he was gonna break up with her um but then when she tells him more about like Mm -hmm. what Justin like how the kiss happened and what Justin Mm -hmm. said leading up to it Aaron's like wait that's a weird ass thing to say <laughs> yeah yeah um and then she starts crying and then the tone really shifts and he's like oh it's okay like I really like you I want to keep seeing you yeah yeah and then they end up kissing and there's like soaring romantic music <laughs> and we get these like clips of side interviews oh god and I was like where are you taking these clips from one it was like there could be an engagement yep. and the other one is Aaron says he feels solid about the future and I was like okay they're definitely taking these clips from like two weeks in the future or something like after a date I swear I'm gonna remember what Genevieve's dress looked like because okay. it was like hot pink dress and I feel like it was just like there's no way what are you talking like yeah that God. really came out of definitely building them up. they're building them up a lot and I maybe for like a really hard crash I could see that I could see that then we see Johnny and Victoria on the bed and they're hanging out. Looks like things are going well between them. Mm-hmm. I really um, need more of that. Me too. Really it's because when there's no drama, then they don't show the couples. Yeah, that's the problem. And then it's the morning. Er- Ashley and Jared talk again about how it's funny watching everyone else stress out and how they would like to tell everyone to just calm down yeah. and how they didn't have sex last night. <laughs> womp womp. So sad. And then we get the iconic Justin face. <laughs> the angry <laughs> chomping. <laughs> Jen, she's like immediately, it's like as if they're like already official. They just like, Je- Genevieve is like immediately all like hugging Aaron, like gives, gives him a kiss. And then at breakfast, like, at, at the breakfast table. Yeah, at the, at the community table. breakfast table. <laughs> yeah, very PDA. So, but he just makes her feel wanted and special, Laura. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, if you're not love bombing me, then I'm sorry. It's just not going to work out between us. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so funny. Do you think Aaron is love bombing? No, I don't think he is. I mean, what's love bombing? I don't know. Half of this, sh- half of this show could probably qualify. I think love, love bombing has to be like disingenuous. I yeah, think. no, I think you're right too. I think for me, I was just like, whoa, like, this is just a lot. Yeah, I, I was surprised. I was like, did we miss something? Like, what happened from the night to the yeah. morning? But that's what Jen wants, so we can be happy for her. We support her. I support her. I'm definitely on her side. I'm glad she's, I'm glad she's happy. Um, okay, then Justin, just, he's like, Genevieve was the first thing on my mind when I woke up. And I was like, wow, 
that it's really funny what happens when the girls have the roses because there is no way you would still want to pursue this um and he's like so upset that Aaron and her are kissing he pulls her for a chat so he says he didn't want to kiss Victoria until he talked to Genevieve like I guess they didn't kiss on the date and so he's like I'm Mm -hmm. surprised you didn't show me the same respect and again Genevieve is like I just want to feel wanted and then she brings up Sally and how she was always nervous about Sally coming and Justin is like I can't believe Sally's getting brought up right now and Genevieve it just like they agree that they didn't have the Mm -hmm. same expectations for what this was going to be and because Justin I guess wanted to just like be more chill and not be very affectionate and I was getting a real ick from Justin in this conversation he calls disrespectful he's like that was so disrespectful and I don't know I just he was coming off really really bad to me what did you think I don't know I feel like I I don't want like I'm not on Justin's side but I do kind of feel like I do feel like Jen was pretty hypocritical so I understand why Justin would be frustrated because Justin was like out of all the ways to like be have a connection with someone and get taken out on a date with someone else I feel like he was pretty respectful you know like he didn't kiss Victoria like I was kind of confused the whole time if he was into Victoria because he didn't kiss her you know, but then he told Jen he was confused, so I was confused. And I feel like if I had known someone for two days and they were like, you never made me feel wanted or special, I would be like, well, okay. like Yeah, what? I know what you mean. And they were like, this new person makes me feel wanted and special. I'd be like, okay, well, that's because you went on one date with him, them. So, you know, but anyways, I, I don't think I'm not on Justin's side and I I feel like yeah looking back on it like I don't I don't think also I don't think either of them ever had genuine feelings for each other so you know Mm -hmm. I think it's just as you said a lot of it has to do with like the roses and like egos and stuff Mm -hmm. but I, I do understand why he was like frustrated about it yeah I guess so but also it kind of him being frustrated about it kind of makes him a little bit hypocritical because right he it's just like like we talked about last episode it's just kind of like a loop of who's being hypocritical and who's being for sure I do feel like I feel like Genevieve had to pull Justin before he went on the date with Victoria but maybe I'm wrong no I think he pulled her remember and before the date oh okay yes remember because then she was like I'm fine oh yeah okay I remember that (laughs) I think also well another thing I don't feel like Justin was actually that into Victoria but that makes me dislike him more because I feel like he kind of played it up and he it was like a big thing for his ego like Mm. oh look at me two girls like me whole love triangle thing yeah that would make sense yeah no I think like to be honest both of them just confuse me like I don't really understand what they're really feeling or their motivations are ever but um yeah (laughs) that's fair I think I just I think I mean they've both done things that are bad 
And I think why I am so anti-Justin is the way that he like approaches the conversations that they have and the way he communicates with her. I just find it to be really toxic and interesting. I don't think he's like self-reflecting at all. And like the way he talks about her is like kind of messed up. He like thinks he's the victim when really he's the one that wasn't all in for her first. Not that I think that they had genuine feelings for each other, but like he kind Uh of made the first transgression. Just by going on the date with Victoria. Well, by going on the date and then coming back and telling Victoria he was like all in for her. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to think. I don't really think Jen communicates that well either, in my opinion. Like I don't but... I don't think she communicates that well, but I think Justin is like mean. You think he's mean, really? Yeah. I, I don't know. To me, I'm like he comes off really bad to me. That's very interesting. Maybe I just hate men, but that's a valid. It's good to hate men. <laughs> it's a self-defense mechanism. Yeah. Okay, then Genevieve and Aaron talk. And Genevieve mm-hmm. says, no more dates for me. So I guess they're <laughs> exclusive now. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know what to think about this. <laughs> like, I feel like in any other season, like people would find this super sus. I just don't know what's going on, to be honest. Like, I am just confused about the whole situation, so I'm just going with it. I I, I am as well. I guess they're cute. Like, I honestly do kind of see it between them. And I see between them, too. They have the exact same energy. Yeah, until proven wrong. I think it's sweet. I mean, Bachelor in Paradise couples, they do, like, relationships do tend to move fast anyways. And also, if you do find someone you really like, it's like, why not lock it down? Lock that down. People tell me my relationship is moving fast, but it's like, you know what? Well, (laughs) that's that's such a good point, Laura. That's such a good point. If I'm doing it, then it must be okay. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then Genevieve and Shanae talk, and I was like, okay, great. I guess they're friends now. Like, that's really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Genevieve is like when Aaron walks behind me I know he's gonna put his hand on my back oh, <laughs> it's like God. yep that is what you totally base a relationship on see that's what I'm saying like sometimes when Jen says things I'm like what the actual fuck <laughs> she's like she's like when Justin walked behind me I know I just know he's never gonna put his hand on my back I was like what yeah like, no I know what's going on like, well to me Genevieve your- she's like immature but Justin is like toxic I don't know yeah no I guess you're right I guess Justin is just so confusing that like I don't understand that he's being toxic because like you know what I'm saying he is though yeah but I'm saying like I this this is just my reflection for myself Mm -hmm. whereas Jen will just like randomly say like the most out-of-pocket things like you only kissed me once yesterday (laughs) which is like what the hell (laughs) but Justin is more I guess like kind of subtle with it which is I guess how a lot of toxic people are so yeah Genevieve it's like you can see her cars I don't know she just she just wants to feel wanted I think her view of love is obviously a little bit immature and a little bit you know like princessy or something but Mm -hmm. I get what you're saying 
overall i like her i'm happy for her i'm happy for her too and she inspires shanae to have her very own little convo with logan about feeling wanted Mm -hmm. and this i do think is more valid because i don't think he's been putting in enough effort yeah what do you think i think well yeah so just to recap shanae and logan have this conversation where basically she's just like you're not giving me any validation or any reassurance and logan is sort of like well you got back from the date like you're the one who has the power like Mm. you know Mm -hmm. and i do think it's a very just sort of gendered thing that's true. this whole idea this sort of goes back to what we were talking about even the first episode about like how men like why aren't the men approaching women mm-hmm. and men are definitely expected in all of these relationships to be the ones initiating affection and like providing reassurance what like you know that's sort of what I like that's sort of what I was thinking again like I'm not saying I'm on Justin or Logan's side I mean I hate Logan with a passion and Justin is toxic which I've been educated on now but like for Janet for not Janae okay combine their names (laughs) ship name new ship name (laughs) for Janae to say that she needs more affection For Genevieve and Shanae, I'm sort of wondering, like, what do they do to, like, give reassurance and validation to the men? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like that happens a lot. Like, that women are sort of like, well, he's not doing this, he's not doing that. But it's like, are you doing anything? You know? And it's just, like, a very gendered thing. And again, like, I don't like Logan, so I'm not even trying to defend him. I understand what he's saying. Like, if you have a connection with someone, they go off on a date, come back, and seem really happy. Like, are you going to be like, oh, now is the perfect time for me to, like, do something? Are you going to be kind of like, oh, well, maybe they're not, they don't like me anymore. I guess I should just wait and see how they feel before, like, like, if it was a reversed gender situation, I don't think that the guy would then go to the girl who, like, his old girl connection and be like, you haven't been putting any effort in with me. Like, I think she'd be like, what the fuck? Like, why? (laughs) Like, why would I put effort in when you just went on a great date with someone else? Mm -hmm. I totally hear what you're saying. I think that the way that I view it is, yes, this is a gendered thing and it's like completely feeds into gender roles, but all of these guys and all of these girls are like existing in in this gendered world and none of these guys are doing anything to tear down the patriarchy or want to dismantle it or, you know, they're and, and they're, they are benefiting off of it. They're like right. privileging off of it. And then it's like to play their role at least. Yeah. If they want to dismantle the whole patriarchy, I'm all for that. But instead, it's like they want to benefit off of it, but then not do the one thing that benefits women. Like, if you're going to be a man, at least be like, you know, do the man things. And they they want to have their cake and eat it too. It's like being a guy, but then being like, hmm. I don't want to play on the engagement like you know what I mean it's like Dean just you want to play the role but then you don't you want to you want to benefit off of it but then you don't want to do anything that makes you give so it's like yes I agree it's like definitely sexist that it's like the whole system is sexist but it's like no one on that beach is trying to get rid of the system 
yeah like that bachelor is the system bachelor keeps perpetuating it which is a whole like ethical dilemma of being like a viewer but it's like if we're gonna be on a freaking bachelor reality show can you at least just do the thing that makes the women happy you know right it's sort of like they've all agreed to this set of norms of the bachelor which is as you said a gendered very traditionally gendered space and so they've agreed to these norms and they need to do their part yeah Mm -hmm. no it's it's a good point and as I said I hate Logan so I don't really care but Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I don't know Shanae gets really upset um and she ends up just like walking away from the conversation which I never think Mm -hmm. is a mature or good move um I kind of hate when people do that but okay then we move on to how everyone is sad and there's all these single guys so there's Justin Mm -hmm. Andrew Casey and Romeo who are single and the guys are all looking for another woman to come down they talk about how even Logan is getting curved and they're like Logan is a great dude man and again I was like I need Katie's men to be less annoying because what is going on what what kind of terrible take is that why are you saying the worst takes and then being like why am I single why do girls not like me (laughs) (laughs) i wonder yeah i wonder and then this is kind of like a callback to when all the girls wanted a guy and then jared and ashley walked in all the guys want a girl and then a date card comes and then ashley and jared get the date card yeah that's exactly what everyone wanted to happen they really just like i feel like they're making ashley and jared a very hateable couple for sure because they're showing us way too much of them yeah. And it's like, I, they know what they're doing. It's the screen time curse. They're like, we're need, we need a villain of the season. Mm, <laughs> Ashley and Jared? <laughs> Let's just bring in an old couple and just villainize both of them by yeah. giving them too much attention in yeah, screen time. Which is weird because they did this also when Ashley and Jared got engaged. It was completely overshadowed by the fact that Kevin was really upset seeing Ashley and... Oh, he it was like yeah the whole scene was like ominous music and like it wasn't even happy like the whole edit was like really bad and it was just like basically Kevin oh, being no. like I can't believe my ex is here I don't know my ex is here to get engaged yeah well because he kind of felt like <laughs> Ashley like cheated on him a little bit I don't know yikes yeah I mean it's, I think it's fair that Kevin like wouldn't be super happy about that no yeah for sure I'm just like there's a way they could have edited I just feel like every time Ashley and Jared come on mm-hmm. their edit isn't great yeah they're like come yeah. on the show like we love you guys and they're like we love Ashley and Jared but then but really they hate Ashley and Jared and they are out for them um uh-huh. anyway so they go on their date it looks like a nice little day they go jet skiing Ashley has the weirdest method of peeing on the beach that I've ever seen <laughs> I felt really represented by that because you know I can't pee standing up. <laughs> I just have you ever done that method? I mean, not like in the sand, like that. That was too much. No, I've never done that. <laughs> that was, and I don't know. I was on Jared's side because, like, yeah, but now there's just gonna be pee in the sand. It doesn't really wash away as much as yeah, yeah. No, I was also on his side, but I also felt represented. Mm-hmm. so they have their fun daytime date and then they sit on the beach they have a little picnic they pop some champagne and they've talked about how they changed since the show and we got a good old ashley cry and that was honestly that did fill a need that i didn't know i 
had something about just yeah, watching the tears flow from her eyes she she really fills the void she doesn't cry like no other it's beautiful yeah mm-hmm. it was sweet i mean obviously like like everyone has been saying all the time they got too much screen time but you know it's nice and i love them yeah they live in my state the state that i am living in oh, yeah. they live in anyway back on the beach um the guys are playing football and we get a casey and michael side interview they kind of narrate the situation mm-hmm. um I think people thought this was really funny. I thought they were going a little too hard. Yeah, there were a few. There were a few funny things. I was just like, okay, just because you two old men aren't like getting any. But well, Casey, really. Yeah. Can you calm down? Yeah. Yeah. Also, you're not that old. So stop making a whole personality trait. Yeah. Agreed. Maybe the reason people don't want to be with you isn't just because you're old. (laughs) Well, okay. Really, the only thing I didn't like was when Casey was like, Jill is gonna have a hysterical meltdown, hysterical breakdown. I don't remember him saying that, but I don't like that either. I was like, can we not describe women as hysterical? Yeah, I thought we were past that. Also, Jill has gone through a lot, so like, it's not like she just cries for no reason. And if even if she did, that would be valid. <laughs> and then they they joke that no neck James is only here because he's friends with Aaron. <laughs> like that is harsh. <laughs> James is a good guy, and. Perhaps, perhaps that's true, but I don't know. The truth hurts. Yeah, the truth hurts sometimes. Then we get a, a girly chat with Sierra, Victoria, and Lace, which is mm-hmm. pretty much a squad. Mm-hmm. They discuss engagement, and Sierra says she's really excited about the idea of being a stepmom. So it seems like she's pretty, pretty serious about this. Mm-hmm. And then Sierra and Michael talk. They agree that they want to be exclusive. Sierra tells him that she's excited to be a stepmom, like she said to the girls. And then she cries at the thought of James, not no neck James, but Michael's son James, <laughs> getting bullied at school for having a stepmom. <laughs> I was like, girl, you are jumping so so far into the future like honestly it's relatable because my brain also works like this but Mm -hmm. i was like okay so okay so you guys leave the beach okay you're engaged you guys get married you're his stepmom now and now he's getting bullied at school because he has a stepmom it's just like so many steps in the future um michael seems to think it's sweet i was just like i can't believe she's crying over this like i know girl it's not that likely (laughs) that he's gonna get bullied for having a stepmom yeah i didn't realize that's what she was saying i like couldn't really understand i thought she was just crying over the idea of him being bullied (laughs) but that too it was i was like i mean it's cute i guess and like it's nice that she cares that much you know yeah no it's it's sweet i was just like this is but yeah i was it was funny um okay then another date card arrives and it goes to brandon and obviously he takes serene this was nice although i kind of wish it went to someone who was a little bit more on the fence because yeah and the date like they don't they didn't need a date do you know what i mean right right but i ended up really enjoying watching their date actually i me that's exactly what i said i i didn't think i was gonna like it but 
it honestly felt really genuine like I thought it was gonna be like sort of cheesy and just like over the top but it felt very genuine between them yeah it actually made it kind of made the episode for me like I actually I finished the episode and I was like I really liked it and I think that was a big reason why um yeah yeah it was just some good wholesome couple times um but then back to the Michael and Sierra drama so Michael Mm -hmm. talks with Wells and he says that he's feeling conflicted because things are getting really serious and that he's not sure how to love again which we've seen be a common theme seems like Mm -hmm. been struggling with the whole time Mm -hmm. he said he says things are getting too deep which is interesting because I'm pretty sure he's the one who originally trauma dumped on her um good point good point and also don't you want to have a deep connection like why are you here if you don't want to have a deep connection and this just frustrated me so much I know what you mean I am definitely team Sierra but I do see what he's saying that it was getting really serious really fast yeah but who is the one who like initiated all of that Mm. like remember we used to talk about this that Michael would just have these conversations with her about like how to get back into dating and like grieving his wife and stuff like you know what I'm saying like I don't think Sierra was the one initiating it and I think Sierra like if anyone Sierra should have been like this is getting too deep too fast like oh I have to think about the idea of being a stepmom right Mm -hmm. but I feel like she she rose to it mm-hmm. and if if Michael was genuinely looking for that and genuinely liked Sierra I don't think it would be too much mm. but anyways so let's move on to their their conversation okay chronologically the, the next thing that happens is Brandon and Serene go on a date yeah but I thought we just covered that do you have more to say about that well we didn't really talk about it that much oh. I thought we both said we liked it oh <laughs> Okay, you want to talk about okay yeah let's talk about their date so brandon comes in looking all fly and he's acting like such a little boy um and then he sees serene coming down on the beach he's like you're the most beautiful woman i've ever seen and he starts crying imagine that imagine the man just crying because you're so beautiful <laughs> yeah um and then rodney cries because he's crying Mm-hmm. everywhere if you Britney starts crying <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah earlier Lace started crying at the story of Ashley and Jared <laughs> um okay so then they go to dinner in a shallow pool which is always a weird trope but I feel like this happens at least once every bachelor season slash love island season and I'm just like that can't be comfortable your feet are getting all pruney and I feel like we didn't get to see the development of their relationship that much like what they connected over like what were their first conversations like yeah and that kind of bummed me out because I was like yeah I feel so behind on your relationship yeah Flash, like that's a good point. not that invested because like just at the beginning I was just like how did we get here right Brandon says that he thought Rodney was going to take Serene on the date and he was trying to play it cool <laughs> and I was like why didn't they show us that conversation of him trying to play it cool with her yeah yeah like that would have been a perfect thing to show I don't know that sounds like great tv yeah and then Brandon does his his thing where he's like you're the 
biggest blessing and I don't know what I'd do without you mm-hmm. and I was like all right like that's sweet he's very I don't know I just this was something that kind of peeved me on Michelle season just he goes like so hard with his words he really does like he does know what he'd do without it's like you met her a week ago like without her you'd go back to your normal life and just keep doing what you were doing before (laughs) 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 like to be honest um but it was cute and I'm sure like I think the sentiment he you know what I mean it's yeah yeah um she starts crying about the fact that he does small things for her and that they lunch together that day <laughs> I was like okay you are the man of my dreams when you like when we just like ate lunch and you just like got me food without asking I was like that's really cute but that also feels like bare minimum because you guys live together on the same beach and mm-hmm. spend all the time together so like, he should be yeah. getting you lunch and you should be eating lunch together they tell each other that they're falling in love with each other Mm -hmm. that was cute and she says that or he says that this is someone I could spend the rest of my life with in his side interview bold very Mm -hmm. bold I foresee them getting engaged I see that too for sure I don't foresee them getting married yeah that sounds right okay that sounds right to me cool maybe my opinion will change we'll see yeah we'll see um and then serene cries in the side interview again she says it's one of the best nights she's ever had and she was like the way that he looked at me when i came down on the beach no one's ever looked at me that way that's probably true (laughs) (laughs) um and then back on the beach sierra just wants a shot (laughs) she's like well I just need a shot and her hair looks really good Sierra has been looking so good this whole season so good like just like glowing mm -hmm. like natural Mm -hmm. like beautiful she's such a catch I'm just sad about how this whole thing turned out anyway not to get ahead of myself um Sierra and Michael go for a talk which is actually not a talk it's actually a date she this is seriously one of the sweetest things I've ever witnessed. She has him look into the telescope and she's like, don't move it at all. It's, it's perfectly placed. And she's like, the constellation that you're looking at is one that I got for you and Laura and James and you three will always be together. So cute. That's just like the most selfless, thoughtful thing I don't know it's just so so sweet and I was just like I don't see any of the men ever being able to do anything of that matter of that sort Mm -mm. Mm -mm. yeah and Michael he starts tearing up a little bit and he's like this is really really sweet so then they start having a serious chat and Michael feels like something is missing and then some other people are talking and James says that like he's like oh I know what they're talking about Mike feels like Sierra is coming on strong, which was interesting. That's that was mm-hmm. an interesting way of putting it. Mm-hmm. And then Michael basically explains that he feels like he's using the people he cares about to get back to happiness, but that he's hurting them along the way. And he doesn't want to do that anymore. He needs space. And so he just wants to be friends with her. 
and he's pretty like emotionless during this he's like pretty matter of fact I felt yeah yeah oof I don't know that was tough Woof. tough to watch yeah and I was just I was just thinking about our conversation last week about yeah. this and I was like it's hard to be right sometimes it's hard like, yeah. I don't want to be right yep I want everyone to be happy mm-hmm. I don't want to be right mm-hmm. but it was like exactly what we were talking about that it's not about his need for a relationship isn't about like genuinely wanting a relationship it's about getting back to normal or getting back to happiness or whatever so I mean at least he was self-aware about that I was actually really glad he said that yes um I was like that you hit the nail on the head Michael like you're so self-aware but then you don't do anything about it yeah exactly exactly because then and then like later in a side interview he was like I don't want to hurt people it's not something I do like you did though right okay and you can't just be like I don't hurt people because you literally just did yeah and not only that you're now choosing to stay in paradise oh as if you're not gonna hurt someone again I was so confused I was so 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 confused like he basically talks about it like I'm breaking up with you or I just want to be friends with you because I don't want to hurt you but it's like do you not realize that you're already you guys are already in too deep like at this point you are actively hurting her by doing this yeah and like she's she's gonna be really upset about this and then Mm -hmm. it's like the way that he was explaining it to her I was like okay perfect so like he's he's not he can't be on this show anymore like he's done right dating I was like why why is it that you don't want to hurt her but you're gonna immediately try to rope someone else into your grieving process like he was like I can't like saying he can't handle when things get serious so what's your plan why what's your what is your plan why do you keep wanting to just make the same mistakes over and over and over again it doesn't make any (laughs) sense like like can't you see that you're just not ready for a serious commitment right now and can we just leave it at that yeah I just don't get it oh my god yeah um but Sierra being the grown-up that she is she decides Mm -hmm. to go home um Mm -hmm. because she can't watch him date anyone else and she doesn't want to date anyone else herself I to be honest the way that she was acting in the conversation I didn't understand that that was going to be her next move because she was like okay okay and then she was like okay guys I'm going home and I was like oh whoa like yeah. I was like this makes sense but I, I don't know I don't know why that's not what I thought was about to happen yeah that was really sad she like definitely was trying to like keep up a brave face mm-hmm. and she kind of was the whole time mm-hmm until as you said in that side interview when she was like I just like can't handle watching him date someone else and that's when I was like well of course you can't because like what because he just told you oh my god Mm -hmm. like so messed up and that's when I was like why is Michael gonna date someone else Mm -hmm. and then after she leaves Michael is all like oh like I'm alone like am I ever gonna find love like why are you you are choosing to be here no I know and you had someone who did have feelings for you I know and you broke up with I her. know I'm just like what are you looking for like you're looking for someone to just 
be in a very slow and never get serious relationship is that what you want like I just don't get it he's like are you just trying to fuck yeah (laughs) you can do that you can do that and you don't have to do it on bachelor in paradise the show where you're supposed to get engaged in a few months like do you do you know where you are do you know where you are king and also just like he does i the way that he was like i don't know where my next rose is gonna come from i was like what are you talking about can you get your head out of the sand get your head out of your ass okay don't bring roses up not bring a rose up god yeah, I was just like, I was just like, this really says something about the season. This, this is basically how the whole season is going to go. It's just like men mm-hmm. that like are either just not worthy or not ready. And then mm-hmm. these really good women just like can't take it anymore. And then they go home. And then it's like, all that's left is like it. the women that are like it. less of a good catch. I don't know. And yeah. like Sierra is just like, she's amazing. And, but now we don't get any more Sierra. Um, basically he says bye to her and they hug and then she starts like sobbing in the car and it's clear that she like definitely had like love for him and like like really really cared about him for sure I just felt so bad for her she starts crying and she says she just wants to be with her family and I was like oh um okay then Jill says that she would like to report a murder of the vibe She actually said that the police are on their way because <laughs> she reported a murder. <laughs> so once again, Jill just caring, just Always brings caring. us brings everything back together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People are talking and they wonder if someone else is going to come on the beach. And Casey, shame on Casey. He's like well it's awful for me that sierra is leaving because another girl is gone and another guy is single and michael is just more competition Mm. sir do you have emotions (laughs) can the men stop being so focused on roses (laughs) yeah i i don't trust casey anymore and i think something went down with him and Brittany that they didn't show us Yeah, unfortunately, I don't like Casey very much anymore. He's kind of like just a huge man child. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I do wonder. Yeah, they didn't like tell us anything about the Casey and Brittany stuff. Like, why do they mm-hmm. never talk anymore? Why, why did that end? Oh, we don't talk anymore. So everyone wants someone else to come on the beach. Jared and Ashley come back from their date, which again not who people wanted to see and they're like haha no one <laughs> wants to see us and they chit chat with wells about their date and then they try to go have sex again or something like that mm-hmm. <laughs> um but, but then jared's asleep yeah but then jared falls asleep and then we see a random clip of shanae shaking her tits in jill's face and everyone being very silly goofy um <laughs> in a city goofy mood that was very random um and that's all i had on this episode yeah jared jared sleeps at the end i just wrote can i please have more victoria and johnny content i don't know if that was referring to anything or if that was just how i felt Mm, i mean it is how i feel still but no i think that i think that's also how i feel i also am on board with that yeah 
should we let's do a quick who we want to give our rose to mm-hmm. um i mean this is a basic take but i want to give my rose to sierra for being mm-hmm. just such a good and thoughtful person and yeah. just taking everything like a champ yeah like a champ loves you mm-hmm. i'm gonna give my rose to victoria mm. because for you know the five minutes of screen time that she had I really enjoyed it mm-hmm. and I really enjoy seeing her in the girl talks I feel like she's always just she's just a good girl to have around yep I agree excited to see more of her me too all right well that's a wrap on this episode what a wild time we will be back soon with part two there was just part so much two. to cover Ciao. Ciao.